Welcome into Success by Design, a business podcast on the WHIN Podcast Network. Now, here is the founder and CEO of Navarro Creative Group, Wendy Navarro. Welcome back into Success by Design. I'm Wendy Navarro, CEO of Navarro Creative Group and your host for these business podcasts. I'm here today with two amazing business owners from Sumner County. We have Michelle Harbin with Harbin Hollow, and we have Beth Farwell with Gray Heron Cottage. These are uh, two really unique express gift type of businesses, and I cannot wait for you to hear their stories. I think that they will be inspirational to you, as well as give you some really great ideas about gift shopping for this season, since we are right in the middle of it all. So thank you, ladies, for being here. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. So, um, Michelle, I'm going to start with you. Tell me about your business, Harbin Hollow, and um, how you got started. So it's pretty funny. Um, I never really had intentions of starting this business quite the way I did. But a little over a year ago, I made a blog post sharing a recipe to my homemade elderberry syrup. And it was all wrapped up in a bow, how to make it on the stovetop, in the Instant Pot, how to make gummies, Mm. links to everything you need with my affiliate links on Amazon. And about two people were like, yes, I can't wait to make that. But about 50 asked (laughs) if I would make it for them. And that's how this started. Pretty much all last Christmas and New Year's, I was making elderberry syrup and meeting people in parking lots all over Sumner County. (laughs) The Target parking lot at the back. Yes, it was food line. And and then we had some warm days in December, and I was meeting people at um, Mary's Magical at the playground while my kids played, like all over. In White House at my daughter's gymnastics gym. (laughs) That is fantastic. Now, you still have a blog post, and you have a Facebook group page. That's right. Where people, you're sharing information about healthy eating and healthy lifestyle and living. Yeah, so I'm a certified nutrition coach, and I do keep that certification current just because I feel like it adds a lot of value. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a forever student. I love to constantly be seeking out knowledge and things are always changing. Research is always getting updated. So it's just fascinating to stay in front of that. But also by leading a group and sharing recipes and fitness tips and mindset, gratitude, all of these different aspects of an overall healthy lifestyle also helps to keep me accountable, right? Yes, yes. You want, if you're a leader, you want to lead by example. So the more I talk about those things, the more it's at the front of my mind, the more at the front of my followers' uh, mind so that we can all just be better together. I love that. The name of the group is Healthy in the Hollow. Healthy in the Hollow on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Okay, Healthy in the Hollow on Facebook. You guys check it out. Now let's go ahead and talk to Beth Farwell and Beth, tell us about your business and what's unique about it and how you got started. We are a online artisan gift company. Um, we specialize in handcrafted gifts. A lot of this came about because my husband is a master woodworker mm. and he brought to the table his, after he retired, he brought to the table that element of it. So he started doing uh, handcrafted gifts And from there, we went into the gift box industry, and we do a lot of artisan gift boxes. And a lot of your products are homegrown Tennessee products, right? A lot of them are, but we find we're branching out now, especially as we take on corporate events and weddings and things like that. We will have 
um, people who are looking for specific uh, themes that uh-huh. they want. And if we can't find them locally, we will branch out. But a lot of what we do is still very Tennessee-based. And that's awesome because it's a it's a small business helping other small businesses. And that's what I look... Honestly, that's one of the things that I get from it because being a small business owner, it's, it's hard yeah. and it's scary. And people will often say, you put in all of these long hours, what do you get out of it? Well, one of the things we get out of it is by helping other small entrepreneurs get their products out in front of the... the the um, public, public, yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, there's something very satisfying about doing that and in, in reaching out and helping other businesses. Um, that's actually why we started this podcast because we love being able to reach out and just let other businesses have a voice within the community. So that is pretty awesome. Um, what are some of the biggest challenges? And you guys can just you know jump in here. So what are some of the biggest challenges in your industry and with being an entrepreneur for for us right now it's inventory control because we're in our busiest time of the year so going into that i work this business with my husband so he handles the inventory side of things going into busy season we try and earmark things that we think are going to be trending or going to sell um so for us especially this week it's busy and and trying to figure out inventory and help as well. So where do you find your inventory? I mean, how are you out there finding those pieces? It's meeting, meeting people, getting getting out there because, and I think you and I have discussed in a, in a previous conversation, I love entrepreneurs. I love the small business mindset and getting out and going to farmer's markets, going to events like the business boutique that we went to. Mm-hmm. Great networking events where I can meet people who create different products and that's why i loved hearing about her elderberry is because it's such a unique unique product right so a lot of what we do we we get out and we network and we meet with other other entrepreneurs and you never know who you're going to meet where right right that's like this this meeting today with the both of you on here it's a great opportunity for actually each of you oh yes we will be having coffee after (laughs) (laughs) learn more about each other and what you're doing all right michelle what about you because of our products we are under, under the umbrella of the tennessee department of agriculture and the fda as far as our regulations for manufacturing so everything needs to be produced in an fda inspected kitchen that sort of thing we're part of the Pick Tennessee family of products. Tell but, us what that is. Yeah, so Pick Tennessee is basically the marketing side of the Tennessee Department of Agriculture, and it provides support and um, promotion for any product that is manufactured here in Tennessee. Awesome. So they help us to promote um, statewide all the products. And so being part of that family is very awesome. But what's the challenge is for me is that we I have a food product that in, includes six G-R-A-S ingredients, which stands for generally recognized as safe. So it's food. We have a nutrition label, just like if I was baking bread or making jelly, but it's marketed as a health and wellness supplement. So I have some other guidelines that we have to follow as far as FDA, FTC, when it comes to medical claims and labeling and all of those things. So I've had some challenges and, and you know, I have a legal team now. Yeah. To guide me. Yeah, okay. I was going to ask you. So how do you find out about all of these different regulations, right? So you yeah. have to have some guidance. I found um, from the Small Business Development Center, love which I know it. you guys are always, and we love Charles yeah. over there. Um, I attended a small business legal 
um, seminar there, and it was led by George Phillips of Bone and McAllister, and I ended up hiring him. He provides oh. a discounted rate for the small businesses that he meets at these seminars, and then now I work closely with his paralegal, and he is the um, the sign-on attorney. So that's been great, and he has experience with other um, similar health and wellness products. Which so it was is a great. perfect fit. Right, because then you have somebody who already has the knowledge. Yeah, and he's here in Sumner County, yeah. and it was just, it was great. Because I was really overwhelmed with trying to just, I mean, you can ask for referrals, obviously, and then just a quick Google search and all that for a lot. It is so overwhelming. Yes, yeah, and so exactly. so to be able to make that personal connection and hire someone with So me. being an entrepreneur, what would you say, talking about like those uh, those mentors and those people who really do help you get through and get by and educate you? Um, I, I know that you have one, Michelle, in the attorney, but what other resources have been valuable to you? What other mentors um, have you turned to to really get your businesses going? Because as an entrepreneur, we wear a lot of hats, but if we can turn to a mentor, somebody who uh, understands our industry or somebody who has been there, done that, um, how, you know, how do you find those individuals? And do you have people like that in your lives? I, I do. I, I seek out strong female entrepreneurs to try and gain experience because they've already gone down the journey. They've been down the road and anything that they could help me with to give me feedback to avoid those pitfalls, then that's definitely the thing that I want to do. So I, I seek out other strong females who are in the gifting industry because mm-hmm. when we started, when my husband and I started down this road, we didn't have any experience with gifting. We kind of stumbled into it. And when people came to us, especially with the gift box industry, um, we didn't really, we, we, it was a learning curve. Mm-hmm. So we sought out, or I particularly sought out people that could help me down, down that journey. And Christy Wright in the business boutique yeah. has been a valuable resource to, to me as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about you, Michelle? What mentors have you yeah, turned so to? Yeah, so for me, um, I am constantly plugging in in all kinds of different online webinars and online groups. Um, and so, like, personally, um, I, too, went to the Business Boutique. I love it. I'm a sucker for a right? good conference. So, like, <laughs> I just love it. Right her. here in Nashville, yeah, too. And, yeah. and it's Christy Wright. Come on. Yeah. But, um, like, another thing that's been instrumental over the course of the last three months is I'm doing the 100 Cups journey that mm-hmm. y'all see Jason Elkins mm-hmm. has starting. And yep. me and Jason have known each other close to a decade. So wow. he's been a friend for a long time. Yep. And when we recrossed baths, I was just, like, in awe of what he was doing. And so I've started that journey. Um, I take any class at the the small business development center that I can I work better as a team and so I'm constantly trying to find even if it's a paid sub- subscription like I have I'm a member of a social media traffic school um, her name is Sally um, Sally Hendrick and she's out of Nashville and I mm-hmm. met her years ago and through another thing and she has started this and so it's a paid group that I'm part of her mastermind but it's all entrepreneurs doing all kinds of like really deeply strategized Facebook ads. And so we go really deep into um, market segments and target audiences and all of those things. So um, so that's the social media side. And then I have the legal side. And then I have an accountant. <laughs> and I have all these people that I can email quick questions to. And 
where they're the special, where they're the specialists, right? Right, right. Because we can't, I mean, even though we do it all, I mean, literally, we're wearing every hat, we have to rely on the resources that are available to us. And I think a lot of times that scares entrepreneurs or people wanting to go into entrepreneurship, because number one, they think, how am I going to do this on my own? Number two, how do I uh, find the resources that I need? And then number three, how do I make sure that I'm doing it right? Yeah, and sometimes they're free resources. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they're paid. Yeah. And it's someone that you have on your budget. Right. But but it's an investment. Mm-hmm. It's an investment in your business, which I think is a, it's something that a lot of entrepreneurs forget to remember that investments in your business are only going to help you in the long run. So you have to do them. There's almost no no way of doing it. It's kind of like a website. You know, we build websites for um, for businesses. And one of the things we have to remind businesses all, all the time almost is that it's an investment in your business. It's not uh, a luxury. Right? Yeah. So that's amazing. Okay, so with your mentors and they help you to not uh, fall into some traps that a lot of entrepreneurs get get sucked into, but what are some of the roadblocks that you've hit that you would want to warn other entrepreneurs to think about before pursuing a certain path or a certain um, avenue in their businesses? I would say from my perspective, time management is, uh, is a big yes. one. I think I think when you sit back and you look at starting a new business, you think of obviously the positives. Mm-hmm. You know, you think of where you're going to be 10 years down the road and you don't think about what's going to happen in that first couple of years. And it's it's a lot of time. It's a lot of effort. And if you're juggling a family or you're juggling yeah. other other outside resources or other outside things, it's going to um, time management is a is a big thing. Um, I think there again, finding someone that's going to help you with the budgeting side of things, because with marketing, you know, as you d- divide up the different pots that you're going to have to put money into as as she was speaking about her diff- her team. Mm-hmm. Um, those are those are definitely things that I don't think I know I didn't consider them going into it, but and it's been a huge learning curve. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely give give someone the advice to sit down and look at those two items. I think that's an excellent um, tip for anyone getting into business or who's running their own business, maybe just starting up, even for those who are currently in business and wanting to grow. Because again, time management is going to help you do that. Do you have any time management tools that you use or things that you do that really do help you? I am a big um, planner person. Mm -hmm. So I start my day going through my planner and I actually look... In our business, we will do a postmortem of 2019 after Christmas. And so we have already started talking about, we've got some exciting changes coming down the pike in 2020. We're going to be doing some tweaking of some of our website and some other things, um, introducing some new things. So after Christmas, we'll do our postmortem. I've already got all of that in my planner. So I will You're not go, waiting until 2020 to start I, I, that. I can't. I'm yeah. already thinking four months ahead. Yeah. I'm already working with people on weddings and, and bridesmaids on welcome gifts and things like that. So I've already started researching industry trends for for weddings because mm-hmm. I've got to be able to be current on. And people are having longer and longer engagements. Oh, yes, absolutely. Well, I love what you just said, though, because you're, you really understand your target 
audience and your target target market and with understanding them and what their needs are right now you're able to reach out to them you're not going to be past the time when they're already thinking about what they need from you exactly because they come especially with the corporate and the wedding gifts they come to us expecting us to know mm-hmm. and as we were discussing before the podcast a lot of people don't the reason that they come to us is because they don't want to have to deal with it yeah they want me to come to them with ideas they want me to to help them solve a problem and take the gifting off of their shoulders everything from design to delivery Mm -hmm. so i've got to be up on on industry trends and things like that yeah and the problem solver i absolutely love that Michelle, what about you? What are some specific roadblocks that you would warn entrepreneurs or people who are building their business to to watch out for? Um, I would say when you're first starting out, you have no idea what things cost. Mm. So financing is always a big factor, right? But when I get get asked, okay, so how come your elderberry syrup costs more than what I can get it for on Etsy? Okay. Well, are they licensed? Are they insured? Are they inspected? Do they have the proper labeling? It's all these factors that I didn't think about when I was just sticking an Avery label, (laughs) you know, on a mason jar Mm -hmm. that I was canning at home and then delivering. And then you start paying for a barcode and a nutrition label and the insurance and all of those things. Then you start to factor that into your cost, right? And so also when you're starting out, a lot of this, like when you go as a food manufacturer and I go to the co-packer, I have to pay them up front, right? right? So you have to have the money to pay for that first 40 gallons of elderberry syrup. Flip it, do it again, you know, and yeah. keep going. And that's just not something that you think about whenever you're starting out about how much capital it takes. And you have a unique situation in that you're retail and wholesale, yes. right? So you have two different markup margins um, for your retail and one for your wholesale. And you have to make sure that you're not underselling your wholesale product because they want to sell it at a certain price on the on the shelf, right? Yeah. And the other side of that is I don't want to undercut my retailers on my website. Mm-hmm. So I want my retail price on my e-commerce site to be competitive to as to what my retailers are selling it for. absolutely because you're kind you're not competing with them but they know that they can get it at the other at the other shops but i think that's uh, one of those things that you have to plan for and you have to understand that markup margin and the cost that goes into that now you're in how many stores throughout um, the i'm area? in 41 stores and we have a presence in four states 41 stores and a presence in four states and you've been doing this for how long um, I got my first batch from the manufacturer in March, which is when we could start selling in the retail location. Okay. So how did you go about finding your retailers? You can uh, always go online and Walking put it Walking in the door. So you did the hardcore yes, feet yes, on the ground. I have a very strong sales background. Um, I worked in corporate sales until about three years ago. And so I have no problem walking in and I usually have a little backpack with tasting bottles in it. And I'm like, who's the buyer? Who do I need to talk to? I usually do a little, you know, a a little um, research prior to, um, I maybe if I'm tagged, like say somebody in um, Hip Donaldson tags me in a post where someone's looking for elderberry syrup and then I'll see the other stores that are being tagged or be like, where would y'all like to see it where it's not? That's smart. That sort of thing. So it's really all been social media driven. Really, that's how it's how it started. And that's how I've done research as far as 
where people are already shopping. Right. Well, that's... Um, but yeah, usually I don't even have an appointment. I just kind of walk in and ask to talk to the owner. Because it's small businesses. Yep. A lot of times the owner's there. Right. So what do you say? Okay, because you have... Okay, the fear of the no, right? Fear of no really stops a lot of people in their track. But if you're going to be an entrepreneur and you're going to build your business, that has to be something that you get past. How do you get past it? Because no is not right now. Ah, <laughs> very good, right? Well, and then if you get in your head, it's like the worst they can tell me is no. Yeah. That's like, that's as bad as it's going to get. Yeah. Right? One one of our guests said one time is that she was a, she's a uh, songwriter and she's made some amazing strides and has, you know, national songs uh, sung by other national artists. One of the things that she said that I thought was brilliant and that I've heard before is don't take it personally. It's not about you. It, like you said, no means not right now, but that doesn't mean no forever. Exactly. Yeah. And you also have to learn as you grow and as you market yourself because we all know, yeah, I'm selling elderberry syrup and you're selling gift boxes, but we're also our own brand, right? Mm-hmm. So people do piz- business with people they know, like, and trust. Right. So I'm more than elderberry syrup. So I have to also remember that I'm not always going to be everyone's cup of tea. Right. And as a, have y'all done the strengths finder? Uh, oh, yeah. So woo is one of my top. <laughs> I want everyone to like me, yeah. right? And so that's been a hard thing for me to let go of mm-hmm. is that you're not always everyone's cup of tea. And right. so sometimes they just might not want to be do, do business with you because y'all have different values or you have just different views in life, you right. know? And that, that is hard. Oh, sure. Because it is it does touch the ego. It does. Right? And, it and does. the feeling. So, but, but to be able to get moved past that is what really is a strength for any individual who wants to continue to grow and to it build. It gets easier every time, right? It, it <laughs> so does. They say. And I agree with her. I think I've taken on the mindset as well that if I can just touch that person and if they tell me no, it doesn't mean that they're not going to come back to me at some point in time. Mm-hmm. If I make an impression on them and I continue with follow up, eventually they will use me or they'll know somebody else mm-hmm. who will need my our services. So, so what well, and that's key too, because just because you're not a good fit for them doesn't mean they exactly. can't send someone and else. And that's away. that's right. kind of the mindset that I take. Right. So with that, what do you think is your greatest strength? Why do you, why do people do business with you? I think with with Bill and I, it's it's the relationship building. We don't go when we meet with a potential client. We do not try and say we're the only opportunity that you have to get gifts. Mm-hmm. What we like to say is we can provide you with a custom service. We have multiple resources, and you're going to get the best that we can possibly offer you. Um, I think what makes us unique is Bill is able to handcraft so many different things that if they need a particular box or a particular memory chest or something, he can he can do that. So, you know, I think the relationship building, we, we really try really hard to do that. What about you, Michelle? The same exact thing. Yeah. I've always I've always said my biggest strength is building and maintaining relationships. It's mm-hmm. because you have to value the people first. And the more you do that, 
the more and it's it's just it's just a trust factor yeah and like you said people will do business with people they know like and trust that's and it's not uh, a price point right Right. it's It's really not a price point I, i think sometimes people think that that's what's going to make them stand out or people buy from them more and you if you want to be the low price leader then that's where you really need to focus your your efforts on but when you're talking about relationships and you're talking about adding value to a service that you provide the relationships really do matter and so i love your answers no, and i'll tell you the best thing that i can get it goes back to saying what do what positives do i get out of being a small business owner is getting that note from someone saying this made my event better. Mm-hmm. Um, we got an email this morning from from someone who was looking for a particular Christmas gift. We were able to help them with this. It was a memory box with ornaments, and they were all handcrafted. And she said when she opened the box, she broke out in tears because this was exactly Aww, what so she wanted. And it was going to create a memory yeah. for her children to be able to give each one of them a set of these. And it's those moments and those relationships that you know you treasure and it makes it all worthwhile i was gonna say is that what drives you is it the relationships is it the feeling of knowing that you've done something good for someone that else or that purpose? you're helping there's absolutely yeah. yeah so that's what drives you mm-hmm. I think. I, our business is built in one of the things that really drove bill and i at the beginning we're big traditions people we're big Everything is about making a memory. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the products that we started out offering and still do offer provide you an opportunity to make a memory with your family. And, or your friends. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's that's a big part of what we do is continuing the legacy of building, building traditions and building memories. That's pretty amazing. So what's next for each of you? I'm still launching new products. You know, we now have five products in our product line. You just did something that you created a relationship with another local business. Tell yes, me about that. Yes, so a few months ago, I was at a vendor fair for a pretty large big box retailer where we, me and there was only about 30 vendors that were presenting to try to get these buyers to put our products on the shelves. And I met another guy um, and the name of their company is Stillwater Cold Brew and we exchanged products and um, he went back and took my elderberry syrup and made an elderberry spice cold brew. Wow. So now we're about to launch a 12 ounce single serve bottle of of black coffee and each one will have a daily serving, an adult daily serving of elderberry syrup in it. So, yeah, that was just a relationship. And so that's the other side of it. That's not the customer relationship, right? That's like business to business relationship. Right. And that's as valuable Mm -hmm. when you're a small business because those business to business relationships, they may not be something that you're actually doing a a, a product with or product for. However, those are the people who will talk about you and talk about your business. Yeah. And and our target audience is the same. He's going into these small local natural markets and yes. these things. And so now all the stores I he's not in, he'll get recognition because I'm sending out an email blast with my to my retailers linking to his sites and telling about his story. That's it's all about telling so, stories. Yes. People want the people want to know where their food comes from, who their farmer is, yeah. all of those things. Now. Well people love to know who they're doing business with. 
You know, I think that's one of the great things about being a small business owner um, is that you can let people in. You can tell them who you are, who your family is, what you guys are doing, where you went on vacation and what you discovered and, you know, what's new in the market and how you get excited and people get excited for you. They want to know the stories. They're intrigued by that. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. So what else is new for Harbin Hollow? And we're getting bees. Bees? Tell me about bees. So we picked up on Saturday our first eight hive boxes. And then I got to go pick out all the paint. That's my favorite part. So they'll be branded in all the Harbin Hollow colors. Um, So they're going to be this soft green and this tan and a pale elderberry color. Um, So we went and did that. But you don't get your bees till the spring. I don't want to try to keep them alive through the winter. So we're going to start a small apiary just at our property. Uh Uh-huh. My pipe dream. I'm just going to keep saying it out loud. Good for you. Put it out to the universe. it was, you were, y'all were there at Business Boutique, mm-hmm. and y'all remember Francois Mignon, yeah. and she said, um, say what you seek, or, or speak what you... Speak what you... Uh, I, we're going to have, we're going to blow it for you, Francois. I know. But uh, yes, we all remember what you did, and we get the just <laughs> I'll look it up in a second, because I have it. But um, basically, my pipe dream is to have a apiary that is conducive to agritourism so think about like you know where you go and you pick your pumpkin or whatever well why can't we do that for honeybees with observation hives and honey tastings and it could house my honey house which has to be fda inspected just like a kitchen Mm. maybe i get my own 40 gallon kettle and i'm making my own elderberry syrup and i cut out that you can make small batch things for other food sumner county does not have a co-packer um, that's part of the Pick Tennessee family. Oh, wow. So, you know, mine is in Madison. That's the closest one. There's one in Dixon and there's one downtown. That sounds but like an opportunity right there. Yeah, there's really not anyone that is doing that, like making other people's barbecue sauces or dried mm-hmm. spices or anything in our county. So, um, really, I would, I would, I would love to do that. So I just need about a quarter of a million dollars. So go. I could buy about 12 acres on 109 <laughs> in between Gallatin and Portland. You know, highway front there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Visible from the street. Gotcha. Okay, we're going to put that out there. We got it out there. Everybody, you hear that? So if anybody knows of some property, uh, Yeah, because about Michelle. 150 grand would get me the property and I need another 100 grand to erect some structures. So, hey, you, you know. can make it happen. I, I believe it. I, I am a believer. So I think it would just be fun and a little, you know, a little storefront with holistic um, products, yeah, products in the front, maybe some handmade woodwork gifts. Right, you never know. I would be on board with that. There, there. Okay, so what's what's next for Gray Heron Cottage? As I mentioned earlier, we've got some exciting things going on. We're going to be tweaking some of our product offerings. Um, We're going to be offering subscription boxes for all of our cocktail boxes. So that is something that's going to be new. we're also looking at possibly by the end of 2020 having a brick and mortar store so oh, that is something local here in sumner county local here in sumner Good county job. so okay. that would be um that would be more towards the end of next year so it's it's i i'm excited about 2020 i really am i i know we're right smack dab in the middle of christmas but looking forward into the new year there i think we've got a lot to be excited about yeah it sounds and like it. hendersonville in sumner county in particular is it's it's 
growing. It's it's mm-hmm. with the way Nashville is growing. There is nothing that's going to stop Sumner County from growing. It's just going to be on the move. And Hendersonville, just because of our proximity, of course, you know, is a great location. But Sumner County as a whole is just going to see some amazing things happening. And um, you know, we always say that you know businesses worry about other businesses coming in that are competitive or whatever. But really, if you think about it, the competition is yourself. You should be competing with yourself because the other businesses, like you said, um, is that is that there are people who are going to seek them out for other reasons. And the people that seek you out is who you want to, to be working with. Mm-hmm. So it's not competition. It's just good for quote. you. Tell us about the quote. You speak what you seek until you see what you said. That's right. And that's Francois Mignon, amazing entrepreneur, started the cookie company. And uh, in the Nashville, cupcake the cupcake collection, collection yep. in, in Nashville. Um, so thank you for making mm-hmm. sure that we got that clear. So, um, all right. So I want to know where people can find you. Let, tell us your uh, social media, your website URL. Um, you know, how can they contact you? And if you have any special codes or say savings or discounts for our listeners so that they can go online and purchase from you um, or call you, whatever works for them. I would love for people to be uh, calling you. Uh, you can find us at greyheroncottage.com. We also have an Instagram account. Uh, gray herring gifts and right now shipping for us today is probably the last day that you'd be able to order and ship anything and with a guaranteed christmas delivery Delivery. date Mm -hmm. however we do local deliveries my husband is very cute he wears a santa hat (laughs) and he gets out and makes local deliveries and we'll be doing that through the 22nd Okay, great. So free delivery. If you were to go to the website in order, we would deliver free within the Middle Tennessee area. That's amazing. So Middle Tennessee, what's, how far? How far are we, we going? We deliver into Nashville. He was in Franklin the other day. So I think anywhere within driving distance within the Nashville proper area, he would be he would be more than happy to deliver. That's amazing. So if you have uh, procrastinated on your gift buying. <laughs> <laughs> we've got, yeah, we've still got plenty of inventory. Our cocktail great crates are great, make great, unique gifts. Yeah, and those are great for... Uh, business gifts and your you know your friends and neighbors those make great gifts for that breakfast boxes as well fantastic and it was gray heron cottage Cottage. com com. Mm -hmm. and gray heron are you also on social we are on facebook it's gray heron gray heron cottage on facebook as well i'm trying to remember um but gray heron gifts on instagram on instagram okay great and Harbin Hollow. Where yep. can people find you? It says you? Harbin Hollow, HarbinHollow.com, <laughs> at Harbin Hollow on Instagram, and then Harbin Hollow on Facebook. I have a Twitter just because I wanted to claim the name, but I don't really go on there. Um, I'm thinking about TikTok. I haven't got there. Yeah. I'm going to get my eighth grade niece to maybe over Christmas break give me some um, quick lessons because she's a pro. Right, you know? right. Go where the people know. That's so. right. That's right. I'm, I'm betting there's not too many elderberry syrup creators on TikTok. We probably I'm hoping not. it's an untapped market. Probably not. <laughs> well, this is amazing. And I want to thank you both for being out here on this crazy, wet, rainy day. Um, thank you for coming out and for being my guest um, on Success by Design. I'm really excited about what's going to happen for you in 2020. I know that you'll both succeed tremendously in anything that you put your mind to. So congratulations on everything that you've done already. Um, but uh, keep in touch with us. Let us know what's going on. And um, we are going to pay 
put the links to your social on the website um, as well as on the podcast page. And um, if you guys um, want to share that, that would be wonderful so that we can Absolutely. get more people to know about it. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. <laughs> so this is Wendy Navarro with Success by Design, CEO of Navarro Creative Group. You can listen at winradio.com, winradio on Apple Podcast and SoundCloud, navarrocreativegroup.com, and Spotify.com. We thank you all very much for listening. We hope you have a wonderful holiday and Christmas season. And um, please remember to uh, shop and and support your local businesses and your small businesses uh, because they really do appreciate you. So thank you all very much and happy holidays and Merry Christmas.